We ran into kilt wearing friend of the show, Adam Gordon from Candidate ID at TA Tech Europe in Portugal. Take a listen. After a quick word from our sponsor. Okay, so you need candidates fast and you're sick and tired of being nickeled and dimed to death. I totally get it. You should check out FlexPlan from Next. It's perfect for employers and staffing firms who are busy. They need candidates and flexible pricing now. FlexPlan is also perfect for recruitment ad agencies who need targeted distribution and tools to help demonstrate client ROI. If you're sick and tired of all the BS, hassle, and just want candidates now, check out Next and FlexPlan with over 70 million members. Next takes all of your jobs and puts each one in front of the best candidates and across their entire ecosystem. No muss, no fuss. Next does all the work and FlexPlan makes it cost effective. Check out everything Next has to offer at hiring.next.com. That's hiring.next.com. And if you like to save even more cash, just go to chadcheese.com, scroll down and click on the next logo, discounts aplenty. Remember, next with the double X, not the triple X. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. From, from 80, 80, 18 to 21, my daily rate was 10 grand. <laughs> and we won't ask what services came with that 10 grand. Yeah, I don't think it's appropriate to. <laughs> and when have we ever been appropriate on this show? They're, 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 never, they're never listed. People don't tune into us for the appropriateness of yeah. our commentary. Uh, I, I reserve the right to be forgotten. So you know, you know how we started the show yesterday, I should say, Joel started the show yesterday, came on to the stage and said, hey, what's up, Euro Trash? That's how it started. <laughs> Euro you were there, were you? No. Yeah. Euro Trash. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how we started. Yeah. So we, what's and up, I, and I, had the, I had the air horn, too, yeah, which was fun. We, we all know who Bad Cop was starting that one out, that's right? Hilarious. I, didn't well, even, it was, I didn't even get a chance. It was the last one of the day. Everyone was looking pretty sleepy, so, you know. Yeah, half the people here are American. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good point. Wait, are you, are you? Yeah. Oh my God! Euro trash. Yeah. So give us but an someone intro. Someone came up after and said, "Man, you stole my thunder. <laughs> you you made them immune to cussing. I was yeah. going to shock them into into listening to me, but you uh, you not, ruined it for me. Not going to happen. So today we are with Adam Firing Squad alum Alum. and survivor, Adam Gordon. Just another of the many success stories of those startups brave enough to face the firing squad. Adam, how are you? Yeah, fine. I'm still slightly bitter about the golf clap you gave me, though, Joel. (laughs) What what was Chad's? He gave me a big round of applause. It's amazing how well the participants remember what we say and how we rate them at the end. Because it, it And all many counts. of them carry grudges and scars <laughs> and bitterness, uh, unfortunately. The, the funny thing, I have no idea what I remember. I don't remember what I, but you clearly will take it to your grave <laughs> and curse my name as you're lowered into the earth. 
but look at you now. And uh, he's, he's a good-looking man in a kilt, yeah. You're getting money from either Russians or Germans. We can't quite... Joel can't pin the that The paper down. trail is a little we, bit we've, fuzzy. We've heard Germans. <laughs> Z Germans. So, so clear it up for us right now. Who gave you money? How much was it? For what percentage? Like, what are the deets what on this news? What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> we received some investment from... Uh, recruitment technology a small recruitment technology fund run by a guy called Andy Burica uh, in Germany he has investments in 19 recruitment tech businesses and uh-huh. we're the only ones that don't speak German uh, as Is I understand uh, he gave us a, a high six figure uh, investment uh, and acquired 10% of our business. Huh. High six figure. Yeah. Uh, a, a semi-exact answer. Yeah. At least the percentage was good. We don't usually get percentages of the business. Yeah. Were you wearing a kilt during the negotiations? <laughs> uh, I, no. Did, not, you, did you open the kimono, so fact, to speak? In fact, yes, is the answer. So when I first, <laughs> I first met him at Unleash in Amsterdam, uh-huh. and I was in my kilt, uh-huh. it was the day that I had just come off stage after winning the recruitment tech startup stream of uh, Unleash uh-huh. of the competition um, and then subsequently we were in Berlin uh, talking at the secret HR society's gathering one evening Wait, can you talk about that Sco- the, the actual secret HR society well the, the the secret the first rule is don't talk about, <laughs> about the secret yeah, yeah. No, Scott and I were, and Scott and I were in our kilts we saw him we saw him that day. we weren't in our kilts when we were in, our, in his office but we were in our kilts again by the time uh, by the time we saw him later in the day at the event yeah the kilt works outside of the kilt does work. outside outside of the UK the kilt attracts people good tip Good tip, but I'm assuming you have to actually be Scottish to pull that off. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> of course not. What are you talking about? We're going to be in kilts later today. <laughs> yeah, and we won't be able to pull it off, oh, and we definitely won't off. be able to raise money. I'm pulling. I'm pulling that bitch off. Yes, <laughs> I suspect you'll we'll raise find some money while you're at it too. <laughs> I suspect I you'll find the amount of people coming over to talk to you is going to increase in your kilts. Oh yeah. And I'm assuming the number one question is what materials the kilt made of. <laughs> Would not have been my guess for first question or most asked question. So the answer is yes. I I, I am afraid I always wear pants under my kilt. Okay. If pants I, or an underwear thing? Well, yeah. Like I mean, it'd be, it's not a job. You're not strap. wearing pants <laughs> with the kilt right now. Strap. No, they're kind of like <laughs> they're kind of like tight boxers. No g-string. Uh, okay. So no. the boxer brief. Yeah. That's what we're rocking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can get behind I'm that. I'm going with leopard skins. Boxer <laughs> briefs or uh, bikinis? Most people don't know. Oh, bikinis. Bikinis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Most, most Scots don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not, like most of my friends don't. You go away and watch a football match or a rugby match or something yeah. in a different country. And they're going and commando. Yeah, they all are. Yeah. I'm so, so, so back to the topic at hand. What are you, you going to do with this money? You've got, you got this, this amount of money. What are, what are you going to do? What Aside are you gonna from toward? sponsoring the show, what will you be doing? <laughs> we, we, so we've, we've, hired, uh, we've hired our first sales team. Um, and so we're taking that seriously now. We've got some processes in place and we've got some real rigor around how we're going to market. That's uh-huh. the first thing. Second thing is uh, we have accelerated product development. So we are creating a uh, recruitment CRM, which will be free... Uh, to anybody that wants to use it as uh-huh. of July. Uh, and um, yeah, that's basically just putting our money where our mouth is and showing how much we value recruitment CRM, zero pounds and zero dollars. 
So the CRM sucks, along with the ATS. Is that what you're saying? Is that what no, we're No, I'm not saying anything about ATS. I'm just okay. saying that recruitment CRM is a category of software that's been created to solve a problem that it does not solve. Uh-huh. What is that problem? What's the category of problem? Being able to uh, keep in contact really effectively with all of your candidates. Okay. Uh, being able to nurture them and being able to tell recruiters which candidates they should pick up the phone to when the job gets signed off. CRM doesn't do any of those. Most people think that they need it, and that's uh-huh. fine. That's why we built it, and we'll give it away for free. If people really <laughs> want it, that's fine. And it'll be a decent CRM. It'll be a decent recruitment CRM, uh-huh. by the way. It will be. But what they really need is is the talent pipeline software, the talent pipeline automation, and that's the bit that you know we charge for. I remember when Averture first came out years ago, right? And everybody was it, the problem was engagement. And it, the problem was also that candidates were not finishing the application process. And in the ATS, there really wasn't much you could do with that, that info, at least, that data, at least. So they wanted this other layer, which actually jobs to web uh, got into as well before they were sold to uh, success factors. And it was all about business card information that was in a separate system from your ATS so that there wasn't any quote unquote compliance around it and it was in an advertising system not your system of record so it never really evolved past that is what i'm hearing from you well i mean that's the truth and it's uh, you know there's so many different sources of candidate information today uh-huh. that you don't need to store on a crm and you still got it in just as fast time uh-huh. I mean, all these sourcing tools can tell you somebody's email address and tell you their phone number yeah. so um to be honest you're, you're more compliant if you just leave it in leave it on on the web and just access it straight from the web. But, you know, if people want it, then fine. That's great. We'll give it to them. We get it all the time. We get people saying to us, your product looks amazing, but really we need a CRM first. So that's why we've created it, because we'll just go, fine, have this one for free. So you talked about adding uh, new features and hiring talent to do that. So what what are some of the features and things that we'll be talking about a year from now that you guys have created? We'll be a long way down the road with um, a machine learning program, which is all about self-building campaigns. So organizations today have to put the content into candidate ID to make it work, and they have to connect the content to each other, uh, you know, to one bit to another bit, and they need to add a points algorithm at the beginning, a scoring model. Um, but candidate ID in a year's time is going to be able to self-build campaigns. So, for example, the recruiter will get an email to say, next week's campaign to nurture your software engineers is live, or is ready ready to go live Launch. they'll just click they, no they click on a link uh-huh. they'll get to see what the email copy looks like text message copy social media posts QAQC everything and then yeah absolutely and then all they'll have to do is press f- distribute and it'll go today they might spend two hours creating a really good campaign in a year's time they'll be able to do one in 15 minutes and for the recruiters out there who don't want to become marketers this is great news for them to be honest it it, it it means that candidate ID is actually accessible to recruiters because today the only people really running it are sourcing teams and recruitment marketing teams. So recruiters can use it to access information about candidates, but you would never have somebody that's filling jobs creating campaigns. In a year's time, they'll be able to. It'll be really easy. But recruiters aren't even going into their applicant tracking system looking for data. They feel like they always have to go out to job boards or LinkedIn or some shit like that, right? So what makes you think that they're going to use this? I mean, because they're in a routine, right? Well, we're paying for this. We got to go out and use it, even though the data is probably already in one of their systems as it is. How are you going to? How are you going to get them to stop the stupid shit and start using data that they've already paid for? So. 
that that's I think the, that's your next uh, catchphrase, by the way. Stop doing stupid shit. That's candidate.ai. We'll think about <laughs> it. I, we'll ID. think about it, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so the, the, that's the precise reason that we created Candidate ID because Pfizer told me that 70% of the people they were hiring from LinkedIn had already been on Taleo at the point that they re-engaged with them. They bought them already, right? Yeah, yeah How exactly. many times, how many times, and you might, you, you, you would know this better than we would, how many times have they bought those candidates over and over and over before they actually go back into their ATS and use them if they are at all? Well, it's, it's a really good question. Actually, I, I don't know how many times they have, but it, 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 it's, it's at least two for 70% of them. Oh, yeah. So it, it could well be three, four, five times. Yeah. So here's the, here's the big thing they need to do. They need to keep in contact with people throughout the, throughout the, from, from the start of their career right to the end of their career. They need to nurture those people, long-term relationships, giving them, giving them useful, relevant content mm-hmm. and having an ongoing relationship and not an ephemeral relationship, which is we might talk to them once every three years or something like that. How we're gonna how we're gonna get recruiters using their own database within Candidate ID, where they don't do it from Taleo or Workday or anything else, is ah. because they can easily see who's hot today. So you serve them with hot leads, so that they can eliminate cold contact, and they can therefore spend more time filling jobs and less time reaching out to people who never respond. That's a massive, massive saving. And in fact, today, we can show that Specsavers, which is uh, Europe's biggest optometry retailer, uh-huh. the recruiters in that business are filling 50% more jobs per person because they've practically eliminated cold contact with candidates. Which means you, you need less recruiters. Well, uh, <laughs> either you need less recruiters or you are providing maybe a more superior candidate experience, mm-hmm. a higher touch point, more internal business partnering and doing more qualitative things. Of course, if costs your issue, then yes, less recruiters. <laughs> you are one of the contestants on today's death match. You're going up against a robot, a chat bot. In, in a sourcing algorithm. S- algorithm. What, what's your strategy to win today's contest? I'm going to put the human back into recruitment. <laughs> <laughs> Because you'd be the only human. I'm bringing the human. <laughs> no, back wait a minute. To wait a minute. Resources. Wait a minute. You're just talking about an automated process <laughs> that will take that will build uh, marketing campaigns, and you'll be able to cut the recruiters in half. Exactly. So I'm gonna, you, <laughs> just, you just push a button, and it does everything. Yeah, but I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, but that that the automated campaign build isn't ready yet. So that's in a year's time. Okay. So today, today, I'm going to be representing the human face of recruitment, <laughs> the human race. <laughs> The so the kilt's face. on. Are we going to get a Mel Gibson-esque Braveheart uh, rally cry for human beings? I'm definitely going to be spontaneous with that. I've been thinking about what I might do. Uh-huh. Um, I think I think maybe the kind I'm of... I'm thinking some blue face paint might be... <laughs> maybe, but I like... Do you, do, you, do you guys know Nazim Hamed, Prince Nazim Hamed, the boxer? No. no. He used to come into the ring on a flying carpet. Ah. I'm thinking about trying to do that. Yeah. I, I want to see you pull that off. I really do. That's going to be know some what? With some brownie of the, points. Some of the investment that. money that he just received from Russia. Uh, <laughs> Can probably well, also, produce a flying carpet before the Here in the Lisbon, event. we're also not that far from Morocco, and I'm pretty sure that's where they make the flying carpets. Yeah, I think that that is. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the only place they're trademarked or something. Adam, thanks for joining us, man. Good luck today in today's death match. And uh, as always, stay in touch with what's going on at Candidate ID. There it is. Keep those legs Thanks sexy. for talking to me. Later. We out. Hi, I'm Tristan. Thanks for listening to my stepdad, the Chad, and his goofy friend Cheese. You've been listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. 
Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on all the knowledge dropping that's happening up in here. They made me say that. The most important part is to check out our sponsors because I need new track spikes. You know, the expensive shiny gold pair that are extra because, well, I'm extra. For more, visit chatcheese.com. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Bank and Transform, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.